Are you looking for expert analysis and the latest news in the promotional products industry? You must be, because you're listening to the Promo Marketing Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Promo Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Norris, Editor-in-Chief of Promo Marketing, joined as always by Brendan Menefee, Senior Digital Editor. Brendan, what's going on, man? Not too much, Sean. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Um, getting in the spooky season spirit here. We're a couple days out from Halloween as we're recording. Uh, we got a fun show lined up today. Um, our guests for this episode are uh, Connor Kaloya, Owner and Chief Operating Officer, and Chase Egan, Director of Merchandising for Forward Madison FC. Forward Madison is uh, an American professional soccer team based in Madison, Wisconsin. They play in the USL League One, and they were founded in 2018. They're also a regular around here. Um, they're doing some of the most inventive merchandising and, and uh, promotional marketing in all of sports. And uh, we've covered them on our website a few times, including once for successfully selling branded potatoes, um, which you'll hear a little bit about today. Uh, but Connor and Chase joined us to take us inside their latest effort where the team printed QR codes onto jerseys that fans could scan from anywhere in the world to buy a beer for fans at Ford Madison Stadium on match days. Uh, did I get that right, Brennan? In soccer, they're called matches, right? They are called matches. Yes. Okay. I, I defer all all soccer. I was uh, gonna, I was like even letting you go calling them jerseys, but you know, we in the soccer <laughs> business call them kits, and we'll get into that a bit more in the uh, interview. Well, I have to keep it uh, intelligible for our listeners here because I'm going to assume that they're <laughs> most of them are not soccer experts like like yourself. Um, but anyway, Connor and Chase told us how they they planned and executed the jersey campaign. Sorry, the kit campaign. Uh, explained their design and merchandising philosophy and a whole bunch more. Uh, we're big fans of what they've been doing, so it was super cool to have them on. A uh, couple quick things before we get there. I just want to run through them with you because there's there's nothing really groundbreaking, but a few fun stories I saw. Um, sadly, nothing Halloween-themed, which I probably should have planned a little better for, but there's just nothing really jumping out at me, so we, we kind of dropped the ball on the, uh, the, the spooky timing. But anyway... Um, this is one we covered for the site, so I wanted to mention it. Uh, Cameo, the website where you pay to have celebrities record personalized video messages for you. Uh, they just bought Represent, which is a marketing and merchandise agency that um, operates e-commerce sites for celebrities. Former parent company, Custom Inc., which is interesting. Um, because Cameo is now the owner, and they're going to look to integrate Represent's merchandise capabilities into Cameo somehow. Uh, not sure how they're actually going to do that. Uh, I know you wrote up the story on this, Brendan. I don't know if you uncovered anything else there. There's not a whole lot that we know about it. I read the um, the statement from Cameo, as well, like, which had some quotes from both parties involved. And it basically just says they're going to integrate what Represent does by 2022. And they're saying it's going to be things like gift bundles. So basically what that sounds like is, let's say you pay you know, Matthew McConaughey to say happy birthday to your friend. It sounds like you would pay for that video and you could also throw in like a t-shirt or something like that. Um, so, yeah. So I'm guessing there'll be like personalized t-shirts or somehow, you know, synced up, linked up with the, the video message that you're getting. Right. I mean, that's what I'm gathering. That's what it that's sounds what like. And that'd be pretty cool if that's what it is. You know, that would definitely be some good print on demand business. Yeah, and personalization everybody loves. It's it's a pretty big driving factor, especially in e-commerce and and you know online right now. There are a lot of sites that let you do that. Print on demand, you know, it kind of booming right now, especially. Um, but this brings up 
my question to you, Brendan, which is if you could have any celebrity do a cameo video for shouting out the promo marketing podcast, who would it be and why? Oh my God, that's such a hard question. Um, you know, I think my default answer for anything is what celebrity do you want to do anything involving me? I'm going to go with Tony Hawk. I knew it. I knew you were going <laughs> to say it. Yeah. I don't know that it'd be the most interesting shout out though. I think it, you know, aside from the cool factor, he's, he's kind of just a regular guy. He doesn't, he's not really a, you know, a, a character. So. Well, it depends if you could get him to do like a 900 in the video while yeah. shouting out the promo marketing podcast. With that said, I think I would get a lot out of Danny DeVito doing a shout out <laughs> for us. I think that could the, be fun. Yeah, that, that anything Danny DeVito is involved in is fun. So that would be uh, that'd be good. Um, what, about, what about you? So my initial first choice was Keanu Reeves because he's the greatest. Um, but he is not on Cameo. I actually mm. I searched. I did my my journalistic duty here, and I uh, <laughs> I, I delved deep into Cameo. Um, however, in searching for him on there, I discovered that uh, he has a lookalike who goes by Marcos Jeeves. Uh, which is not actually his name, but I guess Jeeves and Reeves rhyme, so he chose Jeeves. Uh, he actually looks so much like Keanu that it's kind of terrifying. So I don't, I don't think I want to have uh, him do it. Um, and my next choice was Guy Fieri. Oh, that's a good one. Also not on Cameo, which is a huge bummer. I, I figured he'd be on there, uh, but he's I, too busy he like saving the pretty, world through food. Yeah, he 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 keeps his uh, schedule full, and I think Keanu Reeves for like. He kind of just wants to chill, it sounds like, from what yeah, I understand. Keanu is actively shooting movies like all the time, so I don't think he has time for, for Cameo. Um, so ultimately, <clears throat> this choice is, is out of left field. Uh, I'm going to go with Christopher McDonald, better known as Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore. Now, that's actually, a really good choice. I chose him for two reasons. One, because he's awesome obviously two because he actually goes by shooter mcgavin on cameo if you search christopher mcdonald he'll show up but his profile name is shooter mcgavin because sadly nobody knows who christopher mcdonald is but everybody knows shooter mcgavin um and he's got a five-star review on or five-star rating on 675 reviews so i know he'd take care of us he's putting in the work yeah that that would be a fun one let's you know maybe we can uh use the uh old corporate credit card to get a we'll dip into the pm podcast marketing fund to get him on air um he's he seems like a really cool guy in general so similar to similar to your tony hawk choice he's just like a dude who is uh, everybody says he's a really nice guy so i think that would be be a good choice i think yeah i think that's a good a good move for us a good investment of our marketing dollars (laughs) oh and uh speaking of keanu uh i saw a quick aside that on linkedin uh hat tip to former pm podcast guest swire ho the promo guy uh, Keanu gave his stunt team engraved watches as a rap gift for uh, oh, John cool. Wick Four, um, and there's pictures of them all like just everybody looks so happy to be getting these engraved watches from Keanu Reeves, which I know I would be. But they're personalized with each person's name, and they say "Thank you, Keanu" on there, which is I mean, that's classy like, move. That's a treasure, man. Like, that's, oh my god, yeah. You keep that forever. Um, so that was the one. The other one, super quick, I had to mention it. Uh, there's a beauty brand that just launched a Shrek tie-in nail polish line. Um, according to Glossy, which brings us a story, the Shrek hashtag on TikTok has 7.4 billion views, which is like if every single person on the planet viewed <laughs> Shrek on, on TikTok one time. Um, but this is possibly the most disturbing line from this article. It says, 
Shrek fans also gather in real life at an annual Shrek festival in Wisconsin, while self-described Shrekspurts will hold an online Shrek academic conference in November. Academic conference? A Shrek academic conference to, okay. I guess, discuss the, uh, the, the deep themes and uh, I don't know. I don't even know what the hell you discuss at a Shrek conference. Um, Shrek, but mostly. It, in addition, <laughs> I learned that uh, Supreme did a Shrek-themed shirt. Oh, damn. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know how we missed that. I feel like that's something that we would have covered, but we didn't see it, but it has the Supreme word mark, but with Shrek ears on it and it's green. Um, So apparently there's this huge thriving online Shrek economy for some reason. Um, There's so many Shrek memes that it kind of is popular all the time. Like even though the movie came out, what, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. It's, It's celebrating its 20th anniversary this year. Yeah, I actually just watched it there, and it holds up. So maybe I'll check out maybe I'll check out some of these academic uh, articles and stuff. About you might it. be a Shrekspert yourself, then you may maybe. be able to speak at one of these conferences. Oh, that'd um, be fun. I don't have anything else to add here. I just needed someone else to know this information that the word no, Shrek, I'm glad I Shrekspert do. was used in a uh, an article online Shrekspert. because I couldn't just you know hold that in and live. No, that's with not that, that's the know? kind of thing we need to share with the class. I'm glad you brought that up. Um. That's all I got. Enough about Shrek. Enough about uh, cameo celebrities. Um, actually, what if we could get Shrek to do a, a celebrity? I was just thinking that, but I wasn't cool. going to say anything. <laughs> or we'll, we'll we'll look into it at our next marketing meeting. Uh, let's get to our interview with Connor and Chase of Four Madison FC uh, as they talk about their QR code jerseys, uh, some of their promotional merchandising philosophy, and uh, a whole bunch more. Chase, Connor, welcome to the show. We're really excited to have you guys on. I know Brendan, as our resident soccer diehard, is uh, especially excited. Uh, do you, you want to just go ahead and introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about uh, Ford Madison FC? Yeah, I'll start. Maybe my name is Connor Kalea. I'm one of the uh, four owners, and I'm the chief operating officer uh, of Ford Madison FC. I run the club day to day. I was one of the four founders of the club. Um, and have had the good fortune to, to be a part of this project from the start. And uh, in addition to our responsibilities at Forward, we kind of come from a baseball background uh, where over the years we've owned and operated four summer collegiate baseball teams. Uh, we still currently uh, have a couple of those baseball teams. We have two baseball teams, two soccer teams, and an event business uh, based in Madison, Wisconsin. Chase? Yeah, I'm Chase Egan. I'm the director of merchandising for Madison FC. So I oversee all the product planning, uh, product activation, and work closely on our uh, jersey designs with our designers um, and kind of those rollouts and launch plans throughout our, our merchandise. All right, so when I spoke to you guys before for the print article that I did with you, uh, for those who might not have seen it, the topic was the third kit. And for those out of the soccer loop, a kit is a jersey. Uh, for Ford Madison, which had a QR code printed on the shirt and, you know, linked up fans from across the world. Can you tell us a bit more about this program and how it came to be part of the shirt itself? Yeah. Go ahead, Chase. So, yeah. So as far as um, the QR code, our, our plan was to connect fans through beer. Um, so each year we kind of roll out various different jerseys. Um, this year we want to kind of take it one step further. So we've done some kind of crazy designs that were really out there. Um, we thought we had some good designs, but we're like, what's, what's the next step? So our plan was to, to feature a QR code where fans could purchase beers anywhere around the world, um, kind of pay it forward and fans could redeem the beer at our stadium. So we had this really kick-ass design, um, crazy kind of out there pattern on a, on a white base. 
and we, we featured a QR code. So we got it printed, um, submitted on the jersey, and then from there we kind of built the story around that and how we were going to kind of uh, activate this in stadium and have fans come and redeem beers. Connor, if there's any other pieces you want to kind of hit on for, for the QR code piece. Yeah, we, you know, we, we, we've been talking about doing a QR code kit for a while and we've been fortunate in our first three years in existence that uh, kits have kind of been something we've, we've come to be known for. And so, um, you know, we had the, this, we, we had some good kit designs. We had a, a QR code idea, but we didn't really know how to execute it. And obviously the, the pandemic has created distance amongst a lot of folks over the last 19, 20 months. And so, um, you know, our, our great uh, design team and our director of community engagement, uh, Connor Tobin, who's actually uh, the captain of our team on the field as well, but also active in the community uh, in the front office for the club, kind of came up with this idea that the Friends with Benefits kit. So you'd have a kit, you could scan the QR code, it would purchase a beer at Bree Stevens Field in stadium for you that beer would go to, you'd essentially be paying it forward, giving that beer to a random person that would come up at Breeze and purchase a beer. And then we would connect you through your social handles, email, uh, whatever it might be. And, and, and it's really been cool to see how it has actually worked. Uh, we launched the kit both in London and in Madison on the day of the launch. But it is cool to see people connecting over the game of soccer and beer uh, through our stadium, uh, which all started with a, with a soccer jersey. I feel like beer is a really good starting point for getting people connected. It's hard, hard to argue that. Uh, what has the reception been like for this now that, you know, you can see it in action at the stadium now that you've rolled it out? I think it's more emotional. Um, I don't know if emotional is exactly the right word, but like there's, there's an experiential piece. That, that it's just cool to hear the stories of people connecting with, from buying a beer at our stadium and connecting with somebody in London or even just connecting with somebody at the other end of the stadium. Um, and uh, there's, there is a little special tie there. And, 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 uh, when I say emotion, I don't mean like tearing up, but like there, there's something cool about this connection that's happening and, and to hear the stories and see people do it and then see people continue to kind of uh, buy into the program and buy beers for the next person. Um, it's just been, uh, it's not something I think we had on our minds six months ago and it's been cool to see how it's, uh, kind of this micro, uh, community of folks connecting uh, over the game of soccer and, and over beer at our stadium. I was going to kind of piggyback off that. I think the cool thing that I've kind of seen too is just exporting kind of these beer slips and looking at where they're coming from. I think initially we thought a lot would be local, but it's, it's really been kind of a, a nationwide and kind of global push. So it has been cool to see where all these different buyers of fans that may never make it to a game at Fort Madison may never have heard of us, but they're, they're willing to kind of pay it forward and, uh, have this kind of cool story and connect with with our local fans. So on the topic of QR codes themselves, they're kind of in an interesting place right now since they're not new, but they're not old either. They're not exactly cutting edge. But the pandemic kind of, kind of sort of created a renaissance for QR codes where people might have never used them before and suddenly they're using them to pull up the menu at a restaurant or, you know, for some other business. Did the pandemic and that kind of bump in QR code usage have any influence on putting it on the jersey? Yeah, you know, it did because it was, I think it was more acceptable for, for lack of a better term. But I think QR code's most common function is marketing or selling or kind of pushing something in your face. And I, I think the idea that um, we use this kind of, and I don't want to say necessarily like a social good concept, but the idea that the idea here wasn't to sell beer. The idea was to connect people. 
in the fact that we were using QR codes to do that. I, I think we've had opportunities to use QR codes to, to sell stuff uh, for our business in the past, and we've kind of passed them up. Um, but the idea, this just found like this just felt like the right use uh, of, of a QR code, tying in beer, soccer, jerseys, and hopefully uh, connecting people. Now that they're commonplace, you know, people are familiar with the functionality. I think we're we're really just kind of scratching the surface of how QR codes can be used. Um, you know, you you mentioned that it, it was more of a marketing or sales type thing before, but you guys are really kind of experimenting and pushing the limits of what that has been done and what you can do with a QR code to really create that engagement. Um, you know, do you guys plan on trying anything else like this down the line, especially as far as merchandise is concerned, you know, putting a logo on or a QR code on anything else or incorporating it into logos or anything like that? Yeah, I think our, our hope one is to, to have this Jersey carry on for kind of years to come, but we've also talked about various different kind of novelty products um, do it on like can koozies or maybe doing it on a hat or something. So it's definitely something we're, we're looking to kind of continue to hopefully build around and have um, a unique way for fans to kind of interact and also use QR codes on our product. Yeah. And this is, this will be, uh, you know, it really bothers me when, when people say the first annual of anything, I, I know that's a horrible term. So we, we, we prefer to call it the inaugural, but, but this will be something that they will do for years to years to come, I think. And then to, to Chase's point, we can, you know, go beyond just the kit and, and maybe get involved in some other pieces. But I do think it's important, um, at least for this function and this purpose, that the focus is on connecting people and not just selling more Ford Madison merchandise. So when I talked to you last time, we were talking about the design process here. And you said that your decorator said that, you know, basically if, if a design can be sublimated, it can go on a jersey. From a design standpoint, I think it's safe to say that you guys haven't been afraid to get creative and try some ideas that might seem out there, you know, but end up really being successful, like having a flamingo be on the crest for a Wisconsin soccer team. Uh, can you talk a little bit about your general design philosophy and how that ends up translating to the merchandise and the kits? I think what we've lived by since the start is kind of be different, take risks, have fun. And, and that's not just in our kit designs, but that's in kind of everything we've done as a club. Um, you know, I think there's so much growth ahead in, in American soccer. And I think uh, over the years, some American soccer has been a little boring or conservative. And I think we got to make sure we have fun with it. And so, um, you know, we've been fortunate to have an amazing designer and a good design team uh, to kind of put these concepts together. And it seems like the more we push and we just keep pushing, uh, the better the reception has been. And so, uh, you know, this kit uh, with the QR code didn't make our first cut of kits. We were actually not going to do it. Um, and uh, we had a, our, um, our our partner, our retail partner in, in, in the UK take a liking to it. And so we kind of brought it back and figured out how to, how to, how to get it into the mix. But, you know, we'll continue to try and be different. And, uh, you know, we're, we're a third division club. We're, we're not, uh, Manchester United or Arsenal, we got to figure out how we separate ourselves and, and set ourselves apart uh, from other other soccer teams across the world. Thank God you're not uh, Arsenal. <laughs> I should mention here that um, on the topic of merchandise, you guys actually released a, uh, a potato with your logo on it at one point, right? Can, can you just t tell us a little bit about that for anybody who missed that the first time? We ran a story on it when it happened, but I feel like this is a good spot to jump in and talk about that for a minute. Do you remember the details? There's, there's some like weird art demonstration in Miami yeah. or somewhere with the banana, I don't, yeah. 
Yeah, so it was uh, our at the time, his name, Jason Klein. Uh, he was the one that he gets the credit for coming up with our version of the Ford Madison potato. But yeah, there was a uh, something going on in this in the social space where it got a ton of traction. Um, so we we started shipping potatoes, and it was around the holiday time. We found these like wooden boxes, printed out logos, and we're we're shipping potatoes to people. Um, and then we had the, the, the half eaten potato that was our version of art still for sale. Um, maybe kind of rotten and, and gone, but it's still, uh, it's still on our website. And again, I think that really just embodies kind of the club spirit and our, our whole kind of messaging and our brand voices. We just, we want to have fun, not take ourselves too seriously. Um, kind of have fun at in moment, in the moment stuff. And that was one of those things where our digital team kind of picked up on it, did a great job and really promoted it. And, that's what lower division soccer is all about, you know, having fun. It's proof that you can really put a logo on just about anything. And as long as it's a, it's a fun and creative idea, there's going to be a market for it. Yeah, um, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we never thought we'd be doing gravy boats, ties, socks. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and that was kind of during the middle of the lockdown. Uh, I think we did ship about four dozen potatoes. I'm not sure that we were properly licensed to be shipping produce, but um <laughs> But nonetheless, we had some fun with it. Um, is there anything else you guys want to add about the jersey or the promotion or potatoes that we haven't asked you about today? No, I just I, I think uh, I think it's cool to see this intersection of beer, soccer, jerseys, uh, and connecting people uh, through a QR code. So I, I, I think um, I think sometimes you get a little stuck in like our, our habits or, or way we do things and, and forget about other other meanings or other uh, avenues that, that certain things can have. And um, I think your question on or pushing on what else can we do with the QR code? I think will I think there's definitely more we can do with it around our club and around the game. We just got to figure that out. All right. Well, it's been awesome having you guys on a real pleasure to, to have you here and tell us a little bit about your philosophy and how you guys are pushing the limits of, of what branded merchandise and, and marketing can do. Um, so we'll keep an eye out for what you guys have coming next. And we've, we've uh, been, keeping a close watch on what you guys are doing and we'll hopefully get to cover some more stuff pretty soon, but we appreciate you dropping by. Thanks guys. Yeah. Thank you. That's about all the time we have for this episode. If you like what you heard, please leave a review and also be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Google play, Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your shows. And if you have any tips or comments, you can always send them our way on Twitter at promo underscore marketing. Thanks again, everybody. Till next time, for Brendan Menapace, I'm Sean Norris, and this is the Promo Marketing Podcast.